Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Happy Friday. Good morning. Good morning. Happy Friday. Welcome to Ladder Talk Live, a podcast for leaders, thinkers, and future makers covering topics like personal branding, self-awareness, networking, fear, and career development. I am your host. I'm Coach Belina. I am on a mission to help everyday leaders live extraordinary lives. I'm so glad that you're here. We are in our final day of interview week. This is going to be a very interactive episode, so please feel free to pop in the chat, introduce yourself to the audience. Uh, I also want to have uh, today and, and going forward on Fridays to be our Q&A session, whatever questions you have for the week uh, as it pertains to the topic. I'd love to get those questions out there today and answer them live. So start to think about what questions have you had this week about interview a week, We've touched on a lot of topics as it pertains to interviewing. We discussed um, sample questions and answers for the interview. We talked about um, how to prepare for the interview, what questions to ask the interviewer. We really uncovered a lot of things. Uh, so if you have questions as it pertains to what we've been discussing this week, if you have an interview coming up and you'd like some insight or questions answered uh, to prepare for that, feel free to chime in. Uh, let me answer those questions for you live. Um, today we are in for yet another treat in our final day of interview week. We're taking it from a different perspective today. We really honed in a lot all week about the importance of um, interview preparation. We talked about, you know, the things to expect in the interview, et cetera. We, we covered every layer of the interview truly. Um, so today I want to take it from the other side. I want to take it to the recruiter side of the business uh, of, of interviewing and how to properly prepare your candidates for their interviews. Now, if you are not a recruiter in the talent acquisition space, this is going to be very important for you because you're going to now know what questions to ask your recruiter to help so that they can help prepare you for your interview. Now, this particular episode, we're going to be talking about um, two specific companies just to kind of give an example. So we're going to be talking about Roblox and we're going to be talking about Meta and their interview process um, and, and how to kind of um, those expectations. I chose those two companies because I've worked for them both from a recruiting perspective. So I, I understand the ins and outs of those two companies. And again, I'd love to get those questions answered. If you have some questions, go ahead and pop them in the chat now. Feel free, if you have not already done so, share this with your audience. Share it live so people can start getting some information, get some feedback in real time. Don't wait until the episode is over. Share it now wherever you're watching. I am live on Instagram. If you see me pivoting from screen to screen, I am live on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, Twitter, and Andra. So uh, wherever you are watching this, make sure you subscribe to this particular channel. Make sure you share it with your community so that we can all live better lives and prepare for all of the things that come along with it from our nine to five to entrepreneurship to personal life. All of those things will be covered in these episodes of Ladder Talk Live. So once again, thank you so much for joining me. Let's get right into it. So I want to take you back uh, to, to two uh, very large, well-known brands. And I want you to think more so from the recruiter angle. As a recruiter, our job is to make sure ultimately that you get the job as a candidate. So it's our job to ensure you're fully prepared for each interview in advance. So 
if you're not a recruiter, it's going to be key for you to understand these things so you know how to how to ask your recruiter for support. So I want to use uh, we'll go with Meta first and then we'll end with Roblox. Now, I've been telling you the importance of understanding the company's mission statement, understanding the company values. The importance of understanding the company values is going to really help you in formulating your responses to their mission. So for Meta, for example, they have some key pillars specific to your uh, to their audience. They are be bold, focus on impact, move fast, be open and build social value. Now, when you go through the interview, typically each round or each person is covering a different pillar of these values. One person will be focused on your ability to be bold. One person is focusing on impact. One person is focusing on move fast. And then they're also focusing on those subcategories as it pertains to the specific role. Okay. It's important for you to fully understand what those things are. Your recruiter should help you understand what they're trying to gauge. So, for example, if we're looking at um, be open or move fast as one of those pillars, what they're really looking for is your ability to adapt quickly to change. So when you're being asked specific questions about your ability to navigate or uh, tell me about a time where your um, expectations changed mid-cycle or um, the scope of the role or scope of whatever that mission is for your project or whatever changes and you have to quickly adapt. How did you handle that? What did you do and what was the outcome? These are the type of questions that are, they're asking your ability to move fast. You're, they're asking your ability to adapt. How you answer that will help them understand if you're a fit for the time that they have, which is ever, ever changing. So when you are asked those type of questions, now your, your, your senses, if you will, are heightened and you can start to reflect, okay, this is the reason they're asking that particular question and this is how I, I should be answering it. This is what I should be factoring in. This is what, what they are looking for. Ultimately, you have to think about what is it that the interviewer is looking to receive out of asking that question. It's not specifically always about answering it in the way you want to answer it. You need to answer it in the way that they need to receive it. So what are they trying to gauge out of that question? Now, you know, if you're looking at their mission statement, they're looking at your ability to be um, active and adjust quickly. If it is a question uh, about your ability to collaborate and work with other teams cross-functionally, or your ability to take feedback or criticism, whatever that may be, Looking into that, that goes into the be open. Are you open to criticism? Are you open to change? Are you open to uh, adapting to, to what's going on in the constantly changing environment? Be bold. Will you raise your hand? Will you come up with new solutions? Are you, are you looking to identify the problems or the bottlenecks that pop up? And are you willing to take, take action? Or are you going to wait for someone else to take the lead? These are all relevant to the mission statement. So now, as you're going through the interview process, I want you to take a step back. I want you to even think about the roles or interviews you've gone through and think about the questions that they asked and align that to a puzzle piece with what their mission statement is. Did you answer it for that mission or did you just answer? You have to be strategic in your approach. This is all a strategy to ensure that 
you are getting your point across and telling the story as it relates to you being their best investment. How you answer the questions will help answer that for them. Think about um, focus on impact. Again, part of the company values, part of the company's mission statement, they're asking you specific questions to, to identify what type of projects have you been a part of and what is their large scope? Is it just for internal an internal audience? Is it for an external audience? What was your contribution? Many of you fall into the um, trouble or you fall into the pitfall or whatever of, uh, of an interview and you do a lot of we statements. Well, we did this and we did that and me and the team did this. We as recruiters, we as decision makers, we as hiring managers are looking for pe individual people. Only you are in that interview. You need to be using more I statements to get your point across. You need to be using I statements to identify what impact you made, not what we made, because we are not in the interview. It is you. So you need to make sure this is not to be looked at, a lot of people think, well, if I, I say a bunch of I, then it'll, it'll seem I'm, you know, that I'm just all that in a bag of chips. Maybe you are. Maybe you need to start thinking that way. I'm not telling you to go in there and say, yep, I'm the right hand gal or person to Mark Zuckerberg. I ran the whole company. No, I'm not saying that you should say that. What I am saying, however, is take the ownership. If you were a, a key part of putting that project together, that should be, I put this project together with the support of my team or with the support of a team, however you want to word it. But remember, being bold, if we go back to the example of that being one of their um, big things, they're looking for people who take action. And so you need to give those I statements to indicate that you do. You're not just a follower. You're leading, even if it is just your team. That, may, that one team however big or small it may be, um, make an impact to the whole ecosystem. Without that one team, it would not flow the same. So start to think of it as your own mini, um, I mean, ultimately your own department, your own business. You are the CEO. If you're in a leadership position, you are the CEO of this team. So those I statements are going to be key as well as your team, you know, if you have someone that led that particular project, if that is you and you're listening in, those are the things that you need to reflect on. Because remember, we are looking to be the best investment. We as individuals are looking to be the best investment for the corporation and vice versa. They're looking to find you to be the best investment. So you have to ensure the way you answer those questions align with those particular indicators. You're, you're literally providing those indications that you are. And the way that you answer questions dictates your ability to probably do it again. Specific questions, they're asking for historical data to identify if you've done it once, you could probably do it again. That is the important thing to remember. When we're asking you these questions, we're asking to get a gauge of if you've done it before, you could probably do it again. So keep that in mind when you are um, ask, answering those particular questions. I want to go into Roblox. Roblox's mission is inspire others, work hard, self-organize, respect the community, and get stuff done. Now, those particular indicators, again, from a, a completely a high overview, 
when you're going through the interview process, these are the things that they're looking to identify in you and what you would bring to the team in whatever capacity that may be, whether it be a leader or an individual contributor. Once again, the sub there are subcategories sub that are specific to your role. So if that's tech, non-tech, whatever that may be, of course, there are subcategories to that. But from a culture fit, from a company fit, these are the things that they're seeking in their person, right? So uh, they want to identify your ability, for example, self-organize. How can you keep yourself organized. When they're asking you specific questions, how do you maintain multiple projects at once? They're, that is self-organized. They're asking you because that's one of their pillars. You need to answer it in a way that shows that you are a professional juggler. Well, I use this particular tools. I use, you know, I live on a calendar and spreadsheets and, you know, um, trackers and, you know, whatever that is for you. You identify what that looks like. You provide the details that they're asking for, knowing that that's why they're asking. Respect the community. How are you doing the right thing when no one is looking? Respecting your peers. You know, at, from a social platform perspective, that is one of the very key things. So there's going to be questions that you want to reflect on and start to think, why are they asking me this question? What are they looking to get out of it? It's not always just the question and just the answer. It, it's layering it to match what they're seeking in a, in, a, in a candidate, in the next candidate to join the company. So I want you to start really... Um, adjusting your mindset to these interview questions. As I said, I want you to reflect back. What are some questions I've been asked before? And now knowing what I know now, what were they looking for? And did I provide it? If you didn't get that job, did you provide it? Now you understand I didn't. And that makes sense as to why I didn't get it. Or if you did, do you recognize now that you did provide those particular responses that aligned with their pillars? These are important things to recognize. And I say this on both sides. It's important for us as recruiters preparing our candidates to ensure that they know this is what they are looking for. This is how you should be answering these questions. And it's important on the other side as a candidate to ask the recruiter, what are these pillars that I should be aligning with? What is the prep kit? Typically, most roles should have an interview preparation guide that they, you should be sending to your candidates to help prepare them. There's videos, there's training docs, all of these things to make sure you are putting your best foot forward in the interview process. If they are not, um, if they are not ask, uh, providing that, if it's a smaller company, maybe they don't, but typically they do. And if they don't, ask them to put something together. It's our response. I say that. You can ask me that. I wouldn't, I wouldn't offer that same added work to another recruiter if I wasn't willing to do it as well. Because again, we as our candidates to win, we want you more than you know to get the job. Why? Because we want to close these recs, right? We want to close these recs. Let's just be honest here. We want the candidates to be hired. And more likely than not, we want that to be you. 
Okay. Now I said at the beginning, in case you just now joined, we are at the end of interview week and I want to start adding a Q&A element on Fridays. So whatever questions you have as we pertain to the week, um, go ahead and pop them in the chat. So what questions do you have as it pertains to interviewing? Um, has this been helpful? What have you learned? What was your biggest takeaway for the week? Let's hear about it. Uh, again, this is an interactive experience, an interactive show. And in order for, uh, for, for us all to learn from one another, we have to be a part of the conversation, right? So feel free to pop in the chat what questions you may have, what, what thoughts you have re regarding the topic before we go kind of go forward. Uh, so let's see. Super helpful. Thank you for this. Thank you, Sean. Interesting take. Never thought about it that way. It's so, you know, it from a recruiting perspective, it's one of those things you feel like, oh, well, everyone knows that. But not every, you know, the more I do recruiting and the more I see candidates go through the process, they don't. And so that tells me that either we as recruiters are not preparing them thoroughly enough, which I take full ownership for that. And then in reverse, the candidates aren't grasping what 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 the hiring manager and the hiring team is looking for. So if you are a leader and you've gone through the process of hiring someone, you're probably going through these steps and thinking, yeah, that is actually what I'm looking for. I am asking one question, but it's really to support the greater question of are you a fit company wide? Right. So really make sure that you're reflecting on how you respond to these questions, how you give these answers, because the scope of the role is beyond just the can you do the job? Is it is it it is? Are you a fit for the for the company as well? So just some announcements until we get some more questions popping in. We, again, next week have Talent Acquisition Week. I will be speaking there live um, on employee engagement and candidate engagement. It is going to be occurring July 25th through the 29th. If you're in the talent acquisition space, make sure you are tuned in. You can uh, sign up for the uh, class and, and the, the workshop uh, at talentacquisitionweek.com. Um, once again, this episode is sponsored by Career Boss Academy where we are impacting lives. We have a program that just launched this week, a practical guide to getting more job offers in 30 days. And Current Boss Academy has decided to sponsor a few select individuals into the program. So if you find that you are struggling to get those competing offers, if you're struggling to get noticed by recruiters and you felt like, you know, I really couldn't afford the program, um, but I really need it. If you're interested, feel free to reach out directly to me, why you would be a fit, why you are looking to be uh, receive a scholarship opportunity, um, and, and we can certainly schedule some time to connect and see if you're a fit for the program. Once again, we are here each and every week, um, 11 a.m. Eastern, Monday through Friday, Ladder Talk Live. And let's see if we have any more questions. Um, Randa, but what time of day do you think is optimal for interviews. I've had some that were late in the afternoon and felt there was a difference between later ones versus earlier ones. I mean, that is a good point. I mean, we're all human. After lunchtime, are you more sluggish? Are you more ready to get home and don't have all the same level of energy? Then the people you're talking to probably have the same experience. However, we are all tasked with a job as well. So I wouldn't say that you have a less, lesser chance, you know, but the energy may be a little bit different. If you have your interview first thing in the morning, nine o'clock, bright and early, that's, a, you know, depending on who your interview is, they may not be the best morning person, you know, so you may have, the, you know, maybe it'll take a little bit more time to warm up, warm them up in the interview. 
So I would say right before lunch, 10, 11 o'clock is always a good, a nice, good time uh, to have interviews. But when you have panel interviews, you really can't only have it at one particular time. It's typically throughout the day. Um, so I, I wouldn't say that it impacts overall, but you may notice a difference in personality or rapport building uh, at certain times of day. Okay. Uh, so if you have any more questions that I have not gotten to today, feel free to message me directly. We will be here bright and early again next week, 11 a.m. Eastern. And uh, thank you all for joining again. Have a fantastic week and I will see you soon. Bye.